Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle, episode 442, features a full episode interview with the beautiful cam model and content creator, Nikki Z. Warning, this show is only for adults who like sex. Does your dick hang low? Does it dangle to and fro? Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in a bow? (laughs) Don't worry. Dick will be coming. Welcome to the Covert Nation. Here he is. Dick Jangle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 442 of Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome to the Pervert Nation. I am your host, Dick Dangle, and I am flying solo for this episode because we have an epic interview. But I hope that this episode and message finds everybody doing well, taking care of themselves, living their best life, and having a little fun sprinkled in with all of it. I hope that everybody has been enjoying the shows that I've been putting out in 2023. There have already been some epic interviews and epic shows, be it from conventions or just me doing interviews online and bringing them to you. This year is going to be an incredible one for sure, and this episode is no different. I had the opportunity to interview the stunning cam model and content creator, Nikki Z. Thank you very much to Triple X Star PR for the opportunity to interview her. When I began to do some research on her and check out her social media and her press releases and listen to some other podcasts that she was on, I knew that it was going to be a great interview and I was right. She absolutely knocked it out of the park. She is beyond personable. She is super friendly. She's a lot of fun. Great storyteller. Truly a podcaster's dream. And we got into so many different things about her career, be it camming and content creation. And then, of course, we go into things of a more personal nature and really get into who she is as a person behind the performer and just really had a good time with it. I am so excited to bring this to you. I love getting excited about meeting people and talking to people and being able to bring them to you. And we actually talked before the interview started because she was at AVN 2023. So was I. And sometimes I would see her and she was so busy at the booths that she was at, be it with fans or maybe camming online with other performers. And I just really never had the opportunity to see her. So now I am going to make it a point to find her at the next convention and walk up and say hello and show my support to what she does because what she is doing now is just the tip of the iceberg. I think she is going to be a monster in this industry. She she has the mind and the drive 
for this industry and i think it's going to take her far and it's going to be fun to really watch what she's able to accomplish i could continue to go on and say all these kind of nice and flowery things about her but instead i am just going to bring her to you so you could find it out for yourself so please enjoy this interview with nikki z Please take care of yourselves and each other. Support amazing content creators like Nikki Z and all of the amazing people that you have heard on the show over the years. Please pay for your porn. Find something that feeds your soul and do it as often as you possibly can. And of course, dangle on. My guest is quickly dominating the many areas of the adult industry. She has worked for Yummy Girl, Nerds of Porn, D&E Media, Team Skeet and More, and puts an energy and intensity that radiates from the screen. But her own subscription and clip sites is where the real spice happens, delivering and evolving her content and brand in a magnificent way. So much so that her work has received award nominations and critical acclaim. Get ready for the goofy, kinky, and enthusiastically slutty, the stunning Nikki Z. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing great. That makes like rings tears from my eyes. Thank you. That's a great <laughs> intro. No, see, I don't want to make my guests cry to start. <laughs> no, no, it's like a happy, you know, I need you to like be my hype man for every every time I'm intro. <laughs> <laughs> the, the next time I see you at a convention, just call me over. Yes. And I will have something prepared for you and we will knock it out. Dick, do the thing. <laughs> yeah, do, the, do that thing you do. That's right. <laughs> well, before we get started, can you please tell everybody where they could find you online and on social media? Absolutely. So the most consistent place to find me online, because you know how social media can be, is NikkiZXXX.com. So that's N-I-K-K-I-Z-E-E-X-X-X.com. Uh, that is my landing page for lack of a better term uh that will kind of link you to everywhere that i'm online currently if you want to go straight to the good stuff it's nikki-z.com and there is a lot of good stuff (laughs) may i say all right so it is a pleasure to be able to speak with you first allow me to say that you looked amazing on the avn awards red carpet in your green dress Thank you. And you had crowds around you at the different places that you were signing all week. It was wonderful to see. And I love talking to performers and cam models about their convention experiences. How was your Las Vegas experience? It was amazing. I, it was my second AVN ever. Uh, my first one was the last one that was in person. So I was really bummed because I had a blast, you know, that that first time ever. It's like, you know, you've got the... You're walking around with the heart eyes emoji basically as your face, right? Because it's like, this is fantastic. And then, you know, COVID happened. So, um, you know, this one, I felt like I was going into it a little bit more prepared, more knowledgeable about, you know, how it's going to work. Even though it was at a different location, I at least kind of had a better plan, you know, of like bring merch, (laughs) have stuff to sign, you know, um, and and kind of a, a schedule of what to do without, you know, burning yourself out. So I, I had a really good time this time. It was 
a uh, a big difference <laughs> compared to my first AVN. Just with, it's just mind-boggling when people walk up to me and they like they know who I am. Um, so uh, that's that's kind of cool. It's a, it's a neat feeling, and so you know taking pictures and being able to you know talk to uh, supporters is I don't know, just really humbling. I can imagine. Yeah. And we will definitely get to some of those things here. Cause I do it. You, you lead me perfectly into some questions. <laughs> okay. So how much were you able to accomplish during your convention? Were you able to make content or was this more about just kind of being comfortable in the convention experience, meeting fans and networking? I made a rule for myself that I would not, uh, do content this time. Oh. Uh, because I felt like I would uh, kind of do the thing I do and kind of go down the the rabbit hole of like, I have to pack my schedule. Uh, and then I would get burnt out. And so doing it the way that I did it this year, which was, you know, stream at the MFC booth kind of in between things, uh, be it the 101 modeling booth when I'm scheduled to be there and then make time to just walk around and, you know, be a uh, an attendee you know, and, and see what other folks are doing and see, you know, friends from out of town and say hi to them. So that was kind of my approach this year was just to kind of make it a more relaxing experience for myself. That way I can ensure it's going to be enjoyable. And I actually think that's great advice because that is something that I also tried to do because as a podcaster, I'm there to do interviews and meet people, introduce myself, network, and it is very easy to get caught up in that system and not take a step back and take a breath and just enjoy it for what it is and being in a community of that. So I like that. Absolutely. And I, I should give credit. My partner, uh, Will Tiles, the one that kind of encouraged me to do that. Uh, and in the past, you know, if I start taking on too much, he'll kind of, you know, give me the look. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, you're going to burn yourself out there. <laughs> so, um, so I, I, you know, appreciate the direction <laughs> from him and, uh, and, and help guidance with that. Yeah. So, so, you know, he's been around a little bit longer and knows the drill. A friendly reminder never hurts. Exactly. Yep. And we will talk about him as well a little bit later <laughs> okay. on. But to, some of the things that you were saying, you started making content uh, at AVN 2020, and then the fun was shut down because of the pandemic, and you started shooting again. You've been doing that for a little while. What mm -hmm. made you decide to make the move from cam to content? It's actually kind of a funny story. <laughs> a guy I was dating at the time, uh, I, was, I was living in California at the time, um, he was a, what we'll call civilian when I finally kind of came out to him about, you know, that I, I work in the industry, he, he was like, Oh, I, I know someone, I, I know a sex worker. I know someone. And I was like, good for you, man. <laughs> so, um, and he's like, no, she's local. You should meet her. I bet you'd really like her. And so that's how I met my best friend, Dahlia von Knight. So yeah. Um, so one good thing came out of that, that past relationship, which was meeting her and she, we just hit it off right away. We went to um, this awesome bar called Poor House, P-O-U-R, um, which is just the diviest of amazing dive bars in Oceanside, California. Highly recommend checking it out. Um, we went there and, and met up for a drink, and it was just kind of like a friendship, love at first sight kind of thing. Oh. So we started camming together a little bit, and I started getting to know her and found out that you know she 
in my terms back then, she did porn, you know, and I was like, wow. So talking about it a little bit more, she encouraged me to kind of take the step in that direction uh, without being pushy. You know, it was a, it was a, Hey, I, I have tips if you want to go that route. And, um, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I think just seeing her do it and, um, and being able to have kind of a, a porn mommy, <laughs> um, really helped me, uh, get comfortable with making that, that step. And she was actually her and, um, Chad diamond were my very first scene. It was a, you know, content trade situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was during AVN 2020. Uh, they were my first, first scene. Having to stop because of the pandemic, did you just start to stockpile ideas and continue to to pick her brain when it comes to making content? Or did you just go back to concentrating on camming? A little bit of both. So I I concentrated more on camming and I I branched out to different sites that I hadn't really branched out to before. And I started trying to focus more on like, who is Nikki (laughs) Um, and, and what my quote brand, you know, is, and as you said earlier, it's evolved, but you know, that's when I, I dyed my hair, you know, teal and, uh, signed up for suicide girls and, and got on their site and started streaming there and had a lot of good luck, um, streaming there and, um, put more time and energy into OnlyFans. So when it came to content, I started doing a lot of solo content for OnlyFans and, you know, cam folks that wanted a custom, but in the back of my mind, still kind of making, well, I won't lie, it wasn't the back of my mind. I had a list on paper because <laughs> I am that kind of person. So um, I had a list of people I wanted to reach out to once things opened up again. So I would kind of, you know, still try to network on, on Twitter and whatnot. And, um, and through Dahlia's recommendations as well, um, you know, who's safe, who she recommends, things like that. And made that list so that when things did open up, I had kind of a, a plan of action not necessarily in terms of what kind of content, because at that point I wasn't thinking that kind of thing through very much. It was very just gonzo stuff. But, uh, but yeah, it still gave me, you know, some sort of launching, launching pad there. Well, I did not receive a call or DM. So I imagine I'm still pretty far down (laughs) on that list. It hurts my heart, but that's okay. I'm I'm totally kidding. You're you're on my list now. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) And once again, you lead me into a number of questions. So I'm going to kind of do this as I have them written so I don't jump around and lose my place. So as as we record this, uh, you are a day away from celebrating your four-year camming anniversary. And you did a post that had a then and now picture. And this is a bit of a hack question. But how have you grown over these four years? What do you think when you look at that brand new cam model picture? Yeah, this is where I try not to get emotional and I'm probably going to fail. When I started camming, um, the reason I wanted to do it was because I, um, I'm very shy and I wanted to you know, come out of my shell. And so that was kind of my rationale at first is I was just going to be a non-nude model, which lasted all of two hours on my first show. Um, (laughs) And, (laughs) and I was, you know, I was going to just work on just talking to people. You know, I had the safety net of it being, you know, over the internet. And the minute I felt uncomfortable, boom, log off. Mm. And that was kind of my mentality at first is just, you know, quit being the shy girl. And you can see, and that's why I chose that photo in my opinion, you can see in a lot of my early photos, 
I couldn't even look at the camera half the time because I was just so insecure. And over the last few years, you know, I, I know how to pose better. Obviously I, I still have some, you know, learning to do, but I, you know, I know how to pose better. I know what angles look better for me. I know what to do with, you know, lighting and things like that. And I, I just, I don't know, I've started to kind of own my body and my sexuality and, and yeah, the, just the confidence is there. And so that's why I liked those two photos. I know just from the random person looking at it, they're probably like, well, that's not her hair's different. Congrats. You know, but for me, huge difference between who that girl was and who I am now. I rambled. I don't know if I fully answered your question. (laughs) No, you really did. And if you look at that picture as someone like myself or maybe a fan, you can feel the difference in that picture. You really can. You can see what you're saying because that first picture is that reserved trying to find themselves. And that second one is here I am. And that's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Here I am. Take it or leave it. You know, I don't have to be your cup of tea. Right. You know, and before it was, it was a, I have to be everyone's cup of tea. You know, I've got to make sure I, you know, conform or whatever. No, man, (laughs) just be me. And that's it. And that is good enough. And that is something that you learned a lot younger than I did. So, so, so I'm happy. Still a work in progress. Of course. Yes, of course. Now it's going to be quite a day for you. You are going to be camming for a total of 12 hours and you're going to be doing two hours on five different platforms. How can you possibly manage it? Because that's (laughs) so exhausting. Uh, Because I kind of staggered it um, strategically with some of the platforms that I know I can be a little bit more relaxed on. And it's not just a go, 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 constant come show, sexy, sexy, you know, some of them, it's more of a chill, you know, I can take a break and eat, but be on live stream and be talking with, you know, regulars and just kind of catching up because I don't stream super regular anymore. So that's kind of why I set it up that way. I did give myself a couple hour break in, in the morning. That way, if, you know, there's any mess to clean up or if I need to grab some food, I can do that. And then I have dinner planned right afterwards. So uh, Will is on deck to pick me up and take me out to dinner afterwards. Very, very nice. I know that the different sites allow or disallow different things, but do your shows vary wildly between the sites or is it more about going to where the audience is? Mm, You know, even on... On the sites that are geared more towards being hypersexual, I still feel like I am me and kind of bring it down a notch, like uh, not in a negative way, but like d- down to earth. Because <laughs> uh, that's that's something I notice a lot of new people will say when they come into my chat room is like, "Wow, you're really down to earth," or "Wow, you you know your personality is great," blah blah blah. Uh, and that's really great to hear because I'm I'm not just you know boobs and tattoos. I I have a personality and I have things to say. Uh, so, you know, part of my show will be talking about, you know, movies or, um, education or current events and then, you know, come back 10 minutes later and I've got a dildo out and we're, we're, you know, getting down and dirty with that. Some sites don't allow that far, like Suicide Girls. So it is more of a striptease kind of thing and and a little bit more laid back, just chatting. They like to tip for me to take shots. So uh, (laughs) I will be eliminating that on other sites and making sure that I dedicate that for Suicide Girls. (laughs) 
Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, there, there are some differences, um, between the sites and, you know, if I want to smoke, I, I need to make sure that's on MFC and not on Chatterbait, things like that. I think you need to make a shirt that says I'm more than just boobs and tattoos, by the way. <laughs> okay. I think that would be great. But what is your shot of choice? Everyone makes fun of me for this, but the flavored Bacardi. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm not going to uh, chased, chased with energy drinks. I'm obsessed with the Alani new brand of energy drinks. Uh, so I'll, I'll usually chase it with that. Okay. What, what makes you love that energy drink? I don't crash. Ah, okay. And it gives me, uh, you know, the energy boost without feeling like I'm jumping out of my skin. Mm-hmm. And they actually taste good. Like, uh, like some of the old school energy drinks that have been around forever you know, monster Red Bull, whatever, I feel like have a weird, is it chemical aftertaste? I don't know what it is. I can't place it, but there's a weird aftertaste where I'm like, that is definitely an energy drink. So Alani knew those drinks just don't taste that way. So I, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. I have uh, gone to a different brand of energy drink and I really like it. And when I can't find it and I have to go back to like a sugar-free Red Bull, it's like, huh. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I was living off the, the free Red Bulls from the MFC cam lounge during AVN. And it made me appreciate very much when I got back home, the uh, energy drinks that I had. <laughs> oh, that makes me feel really bad that I didn't come and see you. Oh, I could have <laughs> got a Red Bull. But congratulations on your recent award nominations, including an AVN nomination for Best Hair and Makeup and your latest T-Award nomination for Best Non-TS Female Performer. Thank you. You're very welcome. Two very different in category, but both very much deserve. Were either of these nominations expected or were they both surprises when you heard them? Can I curse? 100%. Hell no. <laughs> I was not expecting any nominations. Not to me, it's early in my career. Cause again, it was kind of stunted in the beginning. So I still feel very, very new. So yeah, that's a, that's a all caps, shouty caps. Hell no. I was not expecting that at all. So, um, that was, that was a very, very, very pleasant surprise on both ends. Uh, especially the T nomination. Uh, I, I really wasn't, I mean, I wasn't expecting either of them, but I haven't done any pro scenes with trans performers. It's all been just my own content. So that made me feel really good that, that what, what I'm doing myself is being seen and recognized. And that's, that's one of those pat yourself on the back, feel good moments. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it adds a lot of fire to your creativity to want to do better, want to do more, but still do it in your own way, not having to rely on the studios to get it done. You betcha. Mm. Yep. <laughs> so your AVN nomination was for nerdsofporn.com's film Jeff Rassic Porn. I can't imagine how much fun it was to be a part of this project. <laughs> yeah, I, he reached out to me specifically because uh, our, our I think Dahlia had told him that I am obsessed with Jurassic Park. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, okay. And I had the, you know, bluish hair at the time. And so it was just kind of fitting that I would be blue, the dinosaur. Right. Dinosaur human hybrid, I should be clear. <laughs> and when that project came about, because sometimes when you hear somebody is making a project and you go, ooh, 
I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know. Are they going to be able to pull it off? When you saw it kind of taking shape, I'm sure you were just chomping at the bit to not only be a part of it, but to see it finished. Yeah, seeing the end result, I was definitely anxious for that because um, it was admittedly a long day. <laughs> um, and, and I only had to be there one of the days. They were they shot multiple days for this. But uh, after seeing the end result, I can kind of see why, because there's a lot of green screen action going on with, you know, the um, like special effects that they did for it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it, it turned out really well and I'm happy about it. <laughs> Apologies, Goku's barking like crazy in the background. I hope that's not too loud. <laughs> no, that's why it's adorable, is what it is. Like, I want to be on the podcast too, Mom. I know he's he's my uh, my doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> now you do some work behind the camera, and of course, you are in front of the camera. Do you find that the two of them kind of feed that creative cycle when it comes to learning things and just maybe cultivating new ideas within yourself? Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, I was just saying the other day, uh, what was I watching? Uh, oh, I was watching the, the new Game of Thrones series. I forget what it's called, but uh, there was a certain scene and I turned to my friend who is also an editor. He's not in the industry, but he's a video editor. And I was like, yo, I know how they cut this and put it together. I can, I can see exactly how, like what, where the lights are and how they, how they filmed this and then how they pieced it together to edit it. Like that is so cool. (laughs) And I only know because, you know, I've been doing that recently. I've been trying to get a little bit more cinematic, I guess, with different shots and putting them together and, you know, making it more, uh, Brazzers-esque. And I'm sure that can be difficult in a certain way because I have noticed that just in trying to make very simple videos, say for YouTube or something like that, you're like, oh, I want to kind of bump up the quality a little bit. And to vi- <laughs> to do a very simple bump up, you're like, oh, okay, well, now this camera is $3,000. And you're like, oh, damn it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's very I do have the luxury of uh, using uh, Will's. Uh, Will's equipment, benefiting from his equipment. Okay. I do have my own, but it doesn't really get used because his is better. Okay. So, I, I will say that. I won't take credit for, for his his equipment. He's done a really good job of uh, researching and, and collecting right. <laughs> uh, lighting and equipment to uh, to make the, the scenes look, look better. Oh, very nice. You benefit from two pieces of his equipment. That is not fair. <laughs> 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 one's one's uh, vastly more enjoyable <laughs> than the other. That, that <laughs> requires true. a lot more work. But <laughs> <laughs> I am the dad joke of the porn world. I, that was actually my uh, my Twitter bio a long time ago, and then people kept asking me for dad jokes, and I was like, okay, I'm not like you know this dispensary of dad jokes. I just I appreciate a good dad joke, so I ended up taking it out. Uh, but smart. I too enjoy a good dad joke. Excellent. Now, you ended the year in an epic way with, is it pronounced Aftonopal? Yeah. And the crew at Gangbang Cream Pie. How much of your journey, be it cam and now content creation, has been you exploring your sexuality and finding what you enjoy? That's a big reason, I think, that I wanted to lean more into the content creation 
side of things because I knew I was bisexual or, or pansexual, whatever, um, that term there. Um, I knew I was fluid. Um, and so this was a great way to kind of safely explore that. And I think in the, in the gangbang cream pie scene, you can, you know, you can really see that, uh, with, you know, Afton and I kind of kicking it off, uh, and then the guys taking over after that. Um, but absolutely. Um, I knew going into it that, well, no, I didn't know. I, I had a feeling that maybe I was, I was a little kinky. Like I, uh, I remember hitting up a cam girl friend of mine and saying, Hey, uh, cause she's very, very kinky. It's in her name. Um, and so I, I had asked her, you know, I, I think I'm, I'm, you know, kind of into like the kink community. I don't really know much about it, but I have a lot of interest. And then it's funny now I'm, you know, shooting for, you know, these different companies doing, you know, gangbangs and, and shooting with Roxy Moth, getting uh, electro stimulated, <laughs> like, all these crazy things that I never would have thought I was, you know, would do before. So yes, it has absolutely allowed me to explore um, my interests. And most recent was, uh, and sorry if I'm jumping onto possibly another question, but my most recent one was topping a girl. Um, that was like a week ago. So very excited about that scene coming out with Mia Molotov. Have you been surprised at what you've gravitated to when it comes to either something like topping or a gangbang? Because I would imagine as you're being kind of presented with these opportunities, you go, oh, that would be very interesting, but it's different to kind of be in the throes of it. Have you been surprised at how you've reacted to some of the things that you've really enjoyed and what things have you enjoyed? I don't know that much surprises me anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Early on, I will say, I was a little surprised that, you know, I was into impact play as much as I am or that, you know, I was was into um, some of the, just, I, I didn't realize how submissive I was. Oh, okay. Um, but that's also kind of shifted as I've gotten more comfortable and, and, you know, grown over time. Uh, Will calls me a power bottom. Um, and I think that that is a good term because yes, I'm submissive and, and yes, normally I'm, I'm being, you know, topped, but I'm going to come either way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make sure I get off. I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm going to make sure I have a good time. I'm going to try to make sure you have a good time as well. But if you're not doing it for me, I'm going to do it for me. I'm going to find a way. So, um, and that's, you know, kind of the attitude I have when I go into shoots is, you know, we're, we're going to have a good day. But some of the things that recently I didn't realize I was, I was into. And when I tried it, I was like, oh, I really like this. Um, I deep throated a foot. Uh, uh, okay. All right. Within a year, uh, within a year ago. And I realized I, I like, I think the shock factor, honestly, of, of feet. Cause I don't necessarily think I have a foot fetish, but, uh, I like watching the reaction of the other person and, you know, seeing and feeling their body, you know, react, um, to me like sucking on toes or licking, you know, licking feet. Uh, and I'm obsessed with Will's armpits, uh, a couple, maybe a couple other people I've, I've been willing to, you know, lick an armpit here and there, but, um, like Will's got to fend me off quite often. <laughs> <'cause I'm- laughs> Because I'm trying to get in there. I got to get in those pits. So things like that, I never would have thought I'd be into. But I think sometimes as you try new things, you realize like, oh, I I actually really enjoy this. Don't knock it till you try it is, uh, I think, become my mentality. (laughs) I'm glad you actually brought that up because I do have some questions about it. When it comes to enjoying licking an armpit, is it 
the the pheromones that you're picking up is it the scent is it the the texture of the skin and when it comes down to that would you rather have it shaved or unshaved oh that's a good okay uh definitely the scent and that's why i i mentioned before that's you know certain people so i I think there's a pheromone aspect to it because i probably the two people i'm most obsessed with the parrots is dahlia and will (laughs) Shocker. Um, so, <laughs> so I think I think the pheromone part is definitely a part of it. Uh, the texture, I prefer less hair. It doesn't have to be hairless. Um, but if all I'm getting is hair in the mouth, I'm out. I, I can't. I, just the the that texture bothers me. I, I you know it's no judgment. I just yeah. The, I I can't. Hair hair in my mouth is one of those like that's a no for me. But uh, the again, I think the reaction you know, the shock and, you know, feeling their body tense up and, and hearing the moan or hearing, you know, gasp or, you know, any of those things that, that turns me on very much. Do you have a similar approach to other body hair? You know, is it okay if the man keeps pubic hair and things like that, or is that something that you would rather have shaved because of the way it feels? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to tell anybody what to do, but I, I prefer uh, little to no hair. Um, I'll put it this way. When I do, uh, like dick ratings, uh, for, for fans, um, that's one of the things I'll say is if the, you know, if they, if they manscape, uh, I'll, I'll say, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I would suck on that. You know, I, you want me to suck on your balls. They need to have very little hair and I will be nasty as fuck. If there's a lot of hair, I'm probably not even going to touch them. (laughs) I just, it's, I, I can't, it's a texture thing. It's nothing personal, just a texture thing. And that's one to grow on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You also had a Christmas theme scene for family strokes released at the end of last year. And you were on the, in the tub podcast with good friends, the bird couple. And you talked about enjoying the acting and getting into the cringe of a scene if it is necessary, has this changed what you want to create to make it maybe a little bit more cringy and unique? So I have always been into the cringe factor. And over the last year or so, I've started to definitely incorporate it into my videos. You know, I, I, you're going to laugh and you're going to come when you watch one of my videos. Like, I'm going to make you laugh. I'm also going to give you some good jerk material, but the intro is going to be cringy and funny. Um, gosh, darn it. So <laughs> that's, that's my, <laughs> my approach to most of my videos. Um, but I think what the uh, family strokes or, you know, team ski scene really helped me uh, lean into more, just get more comfortable with was the MILF role. And, and that side of what I would consider a little like cringy or cheesy for me. Cause it's like these people are also my age or they're, you know, only a couple of years younger than me. Um, but I'm your mom now, you know? <laughs> um, so I actually got the confidence from that scene to start making my own milfy content. So, uh, the next couple of scenes that are going to drop over the, the course of the next month or so, um, you're going to see some me in a milf role <laughs> uh, scenes on my site. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Now, when it comes to cringe, Sometimes when people watch something on like regular TV or in a mainstream movie, Mm -hmm. there's an actor that does cringe 
really well. They put themselves in that perfect place as an actor and you actually feel bad for them like you're cringing for them is that something you thrive on <laughs> we're talking like michael scott the office kind <laughs> right. of cringe factor yes exactly i aspire to be just a notch below that yes <laughs> yes <laughs> um i don't want to be off-putting but i definitely want people to be like what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? And then sex. So... <laughs> That's a perfect answer. Thanks. <laughs> mm. Don't worry. Dick will be coming back. Mm. Recovered and ready to go again. Welcome back to the Pervert Nation. Here he is, Dick Dangle. So, in October, you had a scene released for Evolved Fights where you take on the aforementioned Will <laughs> Tile. And I don't want to give too much away, but you lose. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, are you competitive, and did this change how you take care of yourself physically moving forward? I am very competitive, uh, and I'll keep this part short because I don't want to be like a downer, but uh, I used to be very athletic. Uh, I Growing up, I was a, a cheerleader, a gymnast, competitive gymnast. Uh, I, I was very fit. Uh, I, I think I had a high metabolism, you know, going into adulthood because of of all that as a kid. I don't know if it works that way, but I've always been very fit. Just after, I think it was June of 2020, uh, just after COVID. Uh, so not only did did my career slow down because of of COVID, but I got into a car accident mm. that really messed up my back, and so I was, you know, in bed for the longest time. I couldn't even live stream, so everything you know, sex work related kind of was on pause for me. Um, I think it took about a month before I could just even take pictures uh, and, and you know, post like sexy pictures online. So having said that, the reason I'm explaining that is uh, I did lose my muscle mass and and I did gain a little bit of weight. And, um, and the, the weight I'm not as concerned about, it's the fitness level. You know, I used to hike and kayak and do all these things and, you know, surf. I wasn't good at it, but, you know, I, I would do all these things. I could barely, you know, run up the stairs without, you know, that making me winded. So just the fact that I got through that evolved fight scene without throwing up, <laughs> I think was a win. Um, but it also showed me that I, I am ready to get back in the gym more consistently. And I am ready to go back to being that fit person that I used to be, you know, I've healed as much as I can. And now's the time to work on the strength. And, and I have to, you know, shout out the, uh, Ariel X at, uh, you know, of all fights, she, um, she pointed out that, you know, though I don't have any training in sparring or anything that I, I do have kind of a knack for it. So, um, I, I might actually start training, <laughs> um, some jujitsu stuff so that I can, you know, get a little bit more, you know, technical and maybe I can win a match. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's right. You'll have the rematch and he won't see it coming. Yes. That's the goal. <laughs> 
You've been highlighted in a number of Hustler magazines on Hustler.com, the latest coming out a few weeks ago, answering the question on advice you'd give to your younger self. And that is an interesting question indeed. Do you get new cam models and content creators asking for advice? Because I think your path from cam to content is becoming uh, more common. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, um, I actually really thrive on um, being in a, a teaching role. Uh, I've always kind of been that way. My my day job, you know, is a kind of a coaching type role, and I I really get a lot of fulfillment out of that. So I have had a couple people come to me that you know maybe they've been in the industry but they're new to live streaming, you know, because they need to find a new um, another avenue of income. Uh, or I actually had a female fan. Uh, from Suicide Girls that, you know, she just didn't have the confidence right away to, you know, jump into becoming a Suicide Girl and, and streaming and, and all that. And so just from the evolution of her being a, a fan to a, a moderator on my stream to her also starting and OnlyFans and starting camming and, you know, that felt really good to kind of be the mentor I, I wish I would have had when I started until I had Dahlia. <laughs> um, so I, I do really enjoy helping people and just giving, you know, I certainly don't know it all, but, uh, just giving tips and tricks and Hey, here's, here's how I learned the hard way. Don't do this. <laughs> um, things like that. I noticed that you wear glasses and I love a woman that wears glasses do you wear any four scenes and are they different than the ones you wear every day so men don't ruin them? <laughs> uh, I actually buy my glasses from uh, uh, like online. Uh, I think the website's called Fermu, uh, not sponsored. But um, I have like six pairs of glasses, so I'm not too worried about them getting ruined. Okay. In fact, I think I ruin them just by like sitting on them or putting them in my purse. So uh, I do wear my actual glasses for scenes and it's just ha- it's if I don't have my contacts with me or, you know, if my eyes, I have sensitive eyes. So if I'm having an allergy issue that day, it's, you know, glasses are bust and I haven't had too many issues with them so far. Also, I, I'd say my glasses are probably in 30 percent of my scenes if I had to guess. Oh, OK, maybe more. So does this mean your eyes aren't horrible or are they worse than I'm believing they are? I'm, what is it, nearsighted? I can see things up close, but the older I get, the closer I have to be. So (laughs) um, it's not great. Um, I know I'm not legally blind, but I don't know if I'm too far off. So um, I definitely need them in order to see. I've tried doing, uh, you know, photo sets uh, or, you know, scenes where I don't have contacts in and I take my glasses off and I feel like sometimes I look a little squinty when I do that. Mm, Okay. The next time, or when we actually meet, I should put it that way, <laughs> we'll have to trade glasses if you have them, because we'll see who has the worst eyes, because I am blind. Are you? Oh. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> I love trading glasses. Yes. <laughs> I, I literally went to a, a gentleman's club to see a feature dancer, and I'm sitting at the stage, and one of the house dancers comes up, and they were being very cute, and they grabbed my glasses and put them on, which doesn't help me because I can't see them. But yeah. when they did that, I thought that they were either going to fall off the stage or throw up because that's, <laughs> she was like, I don't know how you can see through these. I'm like, I have to. <laughs> 
Yes. I feel like that's how I feel when I put on glasses from someone that's farsighted. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely get the insta dizzy, like, I need to take these off or I might pee situation. Which, I can ask this question based on that. Do you <laughs> play video games and do you have a sensitivity to them if you do? Uh, I'm not good at playing video games, so I prefer to watch gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't had any issues with that. I think the only time I've had like visual, like sensory issues was uh, years ago in a movie theater. I got like motion sick from a specific from a Cloverfield. Um, okay, was the was the movie. So uh, I think that's the only time I've ever really had issues. So gaming, not a problem. Uh, again, I'm not really the one doing the gaming, but uh, if you know I'm watching someone else do it, it I typically am okay. I was good up until, I don't know, I was probably in my 30s, and first-person shooters destroy me. Oh, I just hate those because I suck at at shooting. (laughs) I'm the person that's, like, continuously walking into the wall, and they're holding the gun, like, above their head. That's that's why I don't play video games. I gotcha. All right. They would use me as bait, uh, my my ex, for um, Fortnite. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I would just like ah, run, you know, and then the rest of the team would go. So it's good, good stuff. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> now, in the opening, I used the phrase that you are goofy, kinky, and enthusiastically slutty. And this is what you have written about yourself on your Twitter header. Now, kinky and slutty are great attributes, but what makes you goofy? <laughs> uh, as you can tell, probably so far, I like to laugh. Uh, I like to, to joke around. Uh, I try not to take myself or anything you know, too serious. I'm just weird. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, okay, so uh, I mentioned Will earlier and how like he's constantly fending me off with the armpits. I'm not joking or exaggerating. <laughs> I, I'm just weird. You know, like I'm, I'm goofy. I like to like wrestle around and, and, you know, do dumb shit and make people laugh, you know, make, make the dad jokes or the dry humor, you know, jokes just to kind of ease if there's tension, you know, if, in a group setting or something. So yeah, I think that's, I call that goofy. I don't know what else to call that. I think goofy is just a, a nicer way of saying weird so that people don't think I'm using weird as a bad term. Mm, okay. It's a good weird. Yes, absolutely. Now, we will see how good your laughing is because I don't know if you've been warned, <laughs> but what I like to do is go through people's social media. Oh, and- no. <laughs> Oh, no. And ask them questions about certain posts that they have made. Are you willing to answer a few questions based on some Twitter posts? Yeah, Cringe Fest 2023 is about to start. Let's do it. (laughs) I promise it's not that bad. I promise. (laughs) Yeah, bring it on. All right. The first one I want to ask you about. You wrote, Emergency. I am out of iced coffee and iced tea, my backup. Send help. Your girl is withering away. (laughs) (laughs) Is this hydration? Is this caffeine? And how long had it been since you've had sustenance in this case? Were you truly (laughs) withering away? 
so I mentioned I have a day job. I, st- I have to start my day at seven. I am not a morning person. Now I'm working on that. If you've seen my latest Twitter post, I am working on that. But uh, And I actually cut out coffee recently. But at the time, I was very fully dependent on coffee in the morning to just exist as a, a full person. Um, so it was for me, uh, yeah, it was definitely l- like an issue. I felt almost sick, uh, which says something about the caffeine uh, dependency there. Um, as far as uh, withering away, I'm also trying to get better about eating more frequently because at the time, yeah, I was probably a, a one meal a day, not on purpose. Just I get carried away with the stuff I'm doing and then, you know, 10 p.m. comes around and I feast. Oh, uh, okay. In regards to the iced tea, is this a sugared iced tea? Is this unsweetened and you're just looking for the caffeine? No, I need it sweetened because I'm not – I'm trying to make myself a tea person since I'm not a coffee person anymore. But I'm, I will say I'm not a dependent on coffee person. I still enjoy coffee. But uh, So the tea I was referencing is just my blend of whatever I've got in my cabinet, usually some sort of combination of a citrusy – green tea, uh, and passion, was it passion tea? Like the Starbucks, uh, the pink passion tea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With some lemons in it. (laughs) When it comes to the coffee, does it still taste like coffee or are you putting so much stuff in it that it doesn't even resemble coffee? Okay. So I'm not like TikTok coffee people level of putting a bunch of crap in it, but I do appreciate a tasty, like coffee creamer so uh my favorite is the uh, peppermint mocha okay so nothing outrageous no just iced coffee some peppermint mocha creamer and that's about it really that makes me feel better about that (laughs) now the next tweet i would like to ask you about you wrote safe to say jenna noel and i had a good time at the my free cams area at the Adult Entertainment Expo. I absolutely adore Jenna Noel. When you have those moments where you could either be on cam or maybe putting on a show for fans, do you ever get caught up in it and realize, oh, I think we may have to dial it back? Yes, and the term that I use for that uh, is gay. Uh, so, <laughs> It's when I'm falling into the gay and I got to realize I am on camera. This is a show. (laughs) And, um, and, and yes, Jenna's fallen victim to that a few times because she's Jenna. She's hot. She's got a good personality. I adore her. I truly adore her. I think if, if she was down for it, I'd try to take her on a date. Um, she's just a cool, she's good people. So yeah, that was definitely a genuine, you know, genuine post. And I think you can see it in a lot of the pictures because um, I went through the the NFC album of all the pictures from AVN and Jenna and I were in quite a few. <laughs> and, and you can see just like the genuine joy on my face. So yeah, there were definitely a lot of cheeky smiles <laughs> yeah. that, that you could see there. Have you ever had those moments in that live event where you... You're you're going down the gay, as you said, and mm-hmm. someone has to like, um, can you dial it back just a little <laughs> bit? I don't want to get us in trouble. Like either someone for the group or the person you are with. 
No, not that. I've had something mm, in the similar realm of that, um, but not like on a live stream because I, I tend to check in and that might be like just my my short stint in, in like BDSM or just learning, you know, from from being in the industry. Consent is very important. So I try to softly, you know, check in so it's, you know, she can hear me or or he if, you know, if I'm performing with a, a male but yeah, you know, I want to make sure that they're comfortable and I'm not crossing any boundaries. But I mean, there are times like uh, the one that comes to mind, Jenna and I were making out like someone tipped for us just to make out. And I, my hands were my hands were handing. And, uh, y- you know, I, I had to pull back and apologize. And she was like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> so this is good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, little, little things like that. But luckily, I haven't had anyone tell me like, hey, you, you know, knock it off. get your fingers out of there yeah i have had a boyfriend uh get a little miffed at a a joke i made about wanting to date um date a girl really yeah i was like you want to share her because i you know i'll take her out i I thought i'd get a laugh out of him and instead he was like uh no and i was like oh okay not the right crowd (laughs) (laughs) my bad my bad (laughs) so such is life yes the next tweet I would like to ask you about. You wrote, I either have super dry humor nobody gets, or I'm on the spectrum. TikTok <laughs> got me questioning everything. So what is the specific post that made you feel this way? Um, no, I think part of it's my day job because, you know, I'm training on not super exciting content. And so, I'll, you know, I'll try to crack a joke here and there. Uh, just, you know, to, to make the customer like relax a little and realize like this doesn't have to be a stuffy zoom meeting, you know, and most times I get, you know, a positive like reaction from it and we get a, get a, a giggle here and there. Uh, and I think that day I had like a couple times where it was just nothing like just crickets. And I was like, Oh, awkward. Okay. Uh, and would just keep going, you know, and then there's times where I've made dad jokes with, uh, with Will or, you know, my friends and they don't really land or people think I'm being, um, like I'll make a joke about myself and they think I'm being serious and that I'm, you know, uh, the self-deprecating humor. I think sometimes I'm a little too dry and people think that I actually hate myself and I'm like, no, no, um, only sometimes I'm good. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh, that makes me feel you're my new best friend because <laughs> I love to tell people I have an issue making fun of other people, especially if I care about them. So if mm-hmm. I see the joke, I would rather make the joke and turn it into self-deprecating humor because I think it's so good and creative and yes. I think it'll land. And then you do have those people that are like, Oh no. Um, are you okay? Do you need a hug? I'm like, no, it was the joke. It's about yes. the joke. Yeah. All right. Oh, good. There's more of us. Yes. Oh yeah. We should make t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm down for t-shirts. Trust me. <laughs> Now, I do have a couple more that I would like to ask you about. Is that okay? Do you, do you have yeah. time? All right. I want to make sure I'm Absolutely. not taking up your day. <laughs> the next one you wrote, Goku says, good riddance 2022 and hello 2023. And of course, that is your dog. Now, what kind of dog is Goku and why was he so happy? Or she, I apologize. He, he yeah. Why was he I don't so- remember. Did I post a picture with that one? I'm trying to remember what that one was all about. Uh, it was just a very sweet picture. Oh, well, that's him. That's- yeah, he's a 
He's a shepherd pit bull mix, um, also mixed with Angel. Uh, he, he's my baby. Um, I, I think all, not all, most uh, millennials that went the non-child route, their animal is their child, and we're all going to be in a really tough spot in about 10 years. So. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to need a lot of therapy. Um, no, he's, he's a really great dog. He's been with me, you know, through some, some tough times. And he really is like a, a legitimately like he's a, an emotional support dog. Like I, someone else was over here crying one day, and he like climbed on top of them, all ninety pounds of him, um, and was like trying to, you know, redirect their attention. Like, no, you're good, you're good. Aww. Look at me, you know. Uh, it was super cute, but uh, good riddance. Twenty. Trying to think of what habit he, he had. He had a rough year. Um, we we were fostering another dog, and they got into a fight um, near the end of the year. And so that was a little traumatic and I had to, you know, kind of rotate like crate time so that I could keep both of them until I could rehome the other. And previous to that, I had a roommate that had a German shepherd and that one would kind of pick on him. And it's always like, if they would scrap it out, like he would be the one that would get injured. Uh, Um, poor guy. Yeah. So that's probably what I was low key referencing is just that like my little dude had a, had a rough year. Um, and, uh, you know, we're going into the new year now, you know, just the two of us and, uh, we're good. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. The next tweet I would like to ask you about, you wrote, it's been too long since I've been used like a fuck doll. I think my virginity is growing back. Um, I'm not sure that's quite how that works. But <laughs> but I don't even know if I have a question for it. I just <laughs> I love the sentiment of it. <laughs> when when you like as a performer, I would imagine you have more opportunity than not to maybe get the more primal or aggressive urges <laughs> taken care of. Why was this an issue at this point? Uh, so I think that was around the time that I was taking a little break from, from shooting, um, back to my earlier point about not burning out. Mm. I think I was approaching burnout. And so I took like a month off that ended up being close to two months off just due to other circumstances, testing issues, things like that. A lot of of life going on, um, around then. And so, and, and, you know, I, I, Will was was busy too, or had other things going on, and so it's like we we couldn't even have like off camera sex for a while, and so it was like literally a dry spell for me. Like I had to remember how to sex um, <laughs> when I finally got back at, at it, and of course I think he had put together a scene. It was the first time ah. I had sex. It was like on camera after like a month. Oh wow! Yeah, I bet that was a a. I bet that was a scene. It was a scene. (laughs) He was like, yeah, you're coming all over the place. And I was like, well, yeah, what do you expect? (laughs) It's been a month. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Like I got to, my, my, my body needs to adjust. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you about my longest dry spell off camera because I don't want people knowing it was that long. We'll we'll, we'll, (laughs) we'll see. We'll see who wins. (laughs) Now, the last tweet that is yours that I want to ask you about. You wrote, anyone else have spill hot wax all over their face, hair, and arms on their 2022 bingo card? No? 
Just me? Cool, cool, cool. Uh, ow, I guess, would be a statement. How did you manage to do to do that? <laughs> I was having one of my... So I was <clears throat> not too long ago diagnosed with ADHD. Uh, so it's been a journey uh, with, you know, medications and, and management and just trying to learn how to be a human, um, f- a functional, you know, person. And so that particular night I was... I don't want to say manic, but I was definitely in the zone of like, get shit done. Mm-hmm. You know, I was cleaning the house. I was doing all the things. I was like reorganizing my little studio down here for, for where I can. I was feeling good. You know, I was getting a lot done. Uh, I was cleaning up my Christmas decorations as well. And one of them was a wax warmer. Like, you know, they get the scented wax and oh. it, it melts it and, you you know, room smells nice. Well, it was like a Christmas tree wax warmer. And I swear to you, I thought it was off. I didn't see the light showing that it was on. And so I knelt down, squatted down to unplug it. And I was hold, holding it with one hand and unplugging it with the other. And as I leaned to unplug it, my upper hand tilted and I spilled it all over myself. Uh, I scr- the scream I scrumped, I will tell you, was <laughs> embarrassing. People probably thought I was getting murdered. Like it was just so shocking. It wasn't even necessarily the pain. Mm-hmm. Um I did have a few like little burns, but like it wasn't really the pain. It was like the shock because I 100% thought that it was not on and hadn't been on. So yeah, that was, that was good stuff. So I ran to the bathroom and I had to take off the like leggings I was wearing or whatever. And cause it went right through them and it was on my arms and, and the worst part was a little bit got, <laughs> cause I screamed a little bit got into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it does not taste good in case anyone was wondering, <clears throat> smells good, does not taste good. Um, and then it was like stuck to my teeth too. So I, yeah, it was traumatic he tried to get all the wax off of me <laughs> that's a great story i'm sorry but that is a great story is that uh, i don't want to put it this way but is that your mo like yeah okay all right yeah nope that that's my um that's par for the course for me okay. uh, i was trying to think of the phrase i was yeah that's that's definitely <clears throat> will's always getting a weird phone call or dahlia you know like it, it, anytime i call it's like here we go. Get ready. Something. <laughs> My, her hair is stuck in name the object again, you know? <laughs> yep. Yep. Goku got roughed up a bit. You know, the cat, the, the cat's bullying Goku or what, you know, whatever issue of the day. Yes. Yes. Now, the last thing I want to bring up in regards to social media and to posts in general Mm-hmm. A fine gentleman that we have already mentioned by the name of Will Tile <laughs> was asked by Fleshbot in their 20 questions section, who is your favorite performer to work with so far and why? Mm-hmm. And he wrote Nikki Z because she makes me feel nice, which is adorable. He did? He did. Oh, <laughs> well, I feel a little bad about my answer to those questions. because mine, mine, mine was like, well, aside from my partner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's going to be some makeup sex for this one. 
Yeah, I gotta do something. I gotta take him out for dinner or something. Oh, okay. No. All right. Thank you for the heads up. Oh yeah, you're welcome. But don't tell him. Yeah. And Good to know. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, he posted a picture of the two of you on his social media and wrote, yeah, I actually committed to this weirdo. <laughs> if she breaks up with me, I'm going to be single forever. That is beyond adorable. So the romantic person inside of me needs to know, how did you two meet? And what was that one moment where you went, ooh, this this could be a thing? <laughs> 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 I know I have a tendency of being long-winded, so I will try to shorten the story. <laughs> You're right. It's um, a podcast. It's good. Okay. I mentioned Dahlia before uh, and how she introduced me to Chad Diamond. Um, they were my first scene. I had shot with Chad Diamond a second time and stayed with, with him in LA area because I was from you know San Diego. So he let me kind of crash there. And the next morning, I was just checking Twitter and I had a DM from Will Tile and the the profile picture was like a silhouette kind of thing. And so I, I didn't, I I just, I, I was sitting on the couch. I turned and Chad's across the room and I shouted, do we know Will Tile? (laughs) Is he cool? And Chad goes, yeah, yeah, he's good people. And I was like, all right. And I opened the DM. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and he was trying to book me for cuck hunter. And so I shot with him. That was my first, like, more professional scene. Okay. <clears throat> was uh, was with you know Will Will for uh, for Cock Hunter, and I was pretty shy still at that point. So it was, I would say, not tremendously flirty. Okay. Um, and I was in a relationship too at the time, so that wasn't really on my mind. But the second time I shot with Will uh, was a POV scene, and um, I was single. Uh, and I just kind of let myself enjoy it a little bit more, um, the, the scene and talk to him, you know, actually stuck around and just had a conversation afterwards. And I remember walking out and being like, you know, he's, he's cool. He's a nice guy. And I knew he lived in Vegas. And, and so when I bought my house and moved to Vegas, uh, I didn't really know a ton of people out here. And so I knew him. And I moved right before 4th of July uh, weekend. So over the 4th of July, I was like, well, I'm just going to be in my pool alone. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so I hit him up and I was like, hey, do you want to, like, are you doing anything? Do you want to come over? Just have a beer, get in the pool, you know? You know, uh, ha- you know, I-, I wasn't anticipating anything beyond that. Um, but, you know, things go. So it it was a, it was a good time. Uh, and then unintentionally, I think we, we just started hanging out often going out, exploring, you know, different bars in Vegas. And, and then I noticed that he was kind of my go-to every holiday. Like, Hey, what are you doing? Cause I'm not necessarily anti-holiday, but, uh, I get a little overstimulated or overwhelmed with my family. And so I chose to stay in Vegas for some of the major holidays, uh, my first year here. And, uh, I noticed that we were, (laughs) we were together every holiday um, and I don't remember which one it was, but there was one where I was like, ah, oh, shit, I really like this guy. Like I have feelings. I have feelings. And I didn't want feelings. I didn't want to date. I just wanted to be single and like, you know, learn to love myself. Yeah. Um, and so we both kind of like, we had like negotiation talks, um, <laughs> about <laughs> dating because we both wanted to make sure we were kind of over our own, you know, baggage before we made anything official. Mm. So 
Yeah. And, and that's kind of how it went. Uh, I think it was around Valentine's Day. That was like the last holiday we spent together where it was like, OK, let's just call this what it is. <laughs> that is absolutely adorable. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and the picture was very cute. It was it's uh, you, you make a lovely couple. Thank you. That was my holiday uh, party for my day job. Oh, OK. <laughs> so they liked him, too. They they thought. He was a very cool video editor guy. Ah, very nice. Well, <laughs> so, how can you not enjoy him? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so we are firmly planted in the year 2023. What does this year have in store for you? Is it going to just be camming, content creation, shooting for studios? Uh, do you have any other projects that you can tease or maybe just – let us know what's coming down the road for you. You're going to do some more conventions. What do you got going on? Um, definitely more camming. Uh, I want to be a little bit more consistent without burning myself out. I would love to shoot for more companies, uh, but I'm going to continue, you know, creating my own content as well for my website. Uh, my goal by the end of this year is to pay off my car and as much credit card debt as possible so that I can start working towards making this full time. Oh, okay. Uh, so that is, that is a hefty goal this year, but I, I think, I think it's possible if I, you know, if I really stick to a good budget. So content wise, I want to continue to kind of elevate, you know, what I'm doing and branch out a little bit more with who I work with. Uh, I know I've kind of stuck to a handful of folks that I'm comfortable with, that I'm friends with, that I know well, and, you know, feel, feel good about, but I do need to branch out a little bit more. So I am, I'm going to work on that this year too. And then I don't know if I should tease it yet, but I did, I had kind of a brain baby recently. And so I, uh, bought a domain, Oh, okay. a couple domains, um, and, and some social media, uh, what is that called? Uh, handles, mm -hmm. uh, got those set up too for a project that I want to start working on this year. Of revolving around tattooed folks. Oh, okay. So I'll I'll leave it at that for now. So I don't want to I don't want to say say too much. It's very very new. I haven't you know been able to do too much with it yet. But I'm very excited about the potential for more um, producing type things and being able to grow to the point where maybe I can hire you know pay other people for for scenes. Ooh, that's awesome, boy! I can't wait to see that. Thank you. Thank you. It's longer term goal, but I, I'm goal oriented. I like having something to work towards. So very nice. Well, if there's anything a chubby ginger podcaster from Pittsburgh can do to help you in your journey, don't be afraid to ask. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> this has been so much fun. You are very personable. I love your sense of humor. I love your personality. I love what you create. I love Thank your you. vision of it. And I truly can't wait to see what 2023 and beyond has in store for you. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate that. And yes, you've been a joy too. I, I like uh, kindred spirit yes. <laughs> in terms of sense of humor. So, uh, and I can tell uh, we are very similar in that. So Good times. Yes, absolutely. So one more time before I let you go, can you please tell everybody where they could find you on social media and online? Yes. Real Nikki Z is my uh, promo account for Twitter, and it is my Instagram account. 
My other main account for Twitter is Nikki Z underscore. So N-I-K-K-I-Z-E-E underscore. But where you can definitely find me consistently without getting accounts deleted is going to be my website. So that's uh, N-I-K-K-I-Z-E-E-X-X-X.com. Nikki Z XX.com. Very, very nice. So once again, thank you so much for your time, and uh, I can't wait to see you at an upcoming convention. Hell yeah. Thank you. (laughs) 